I'm Hudson Hollister, the CEO of HData, and I'm very proud to be joined today by John Wellinghoff. John served as the chairman of the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission from 2009 until 2013 during the first half of the Obama administration. Uh, previously held many roles uh, across energy regulation, including serving as consumer advocate in the state of Nevada. Uh, John is now the CEO of Grid Policy, where he helps energy utilities and energy companies utilize new approaches and new technologies to make the energy sector work better. And in that capacity, he is an advisor to HData. John, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Hudson. It's a great pleasure to be here. I really enjoy working with you and your company. John, I'd like to brainstorm with you in this interview about how we can make the energy sector work better, in particular in the better exploitation of the data that's filed in FERC forms. Your former team at the FERC has been pushing to adopt the XBRL data format for FERC filings, replacing the current filing system, which is based on Microsoft Visual Fox Pro, and the, for the first time in history, giving us useful data for everything filed in the annual and quarterly filings by energy utilities and by oil pipeline companies and by gas pipeline companies. Before we do that, I would love to ask you a bit about some of the work that you did before becoming chairman of the FERC. Then later on, we'll be asking you about how the better use of FERC filing data might have enabled you to save some time in that work. Certainly, yeah, I, you know, I've been in the energy sector for more years than I want to admit, over 40 years. Really started out as a um, litigator in rate cases, uh, both at the state level and then ultimately at the federal level, um, and actually worked very extensively in state rate cases uh, before state public utility commissions on behalf of a whole array of clients, uh, on behalf of uh, public interest clients, on behalf of large uh, commercial and industrial customers and um, had to go into those rate cases uh, often um, very much at a disadvantage because uh, the utilities are the ones who um, create the data, of course, and hold the data and retain it. And uh, they did report it out uh, to some extent in these FERC forms uh, that you just discussed, but um, you know, it was a very flat, uh, database uh, in a way that, you know, was very inaccessible. Give us a couple of examples of the sort of information that when you were doing this litigation, you might have needed to pull out of a FERC form. Well, one of the things that I was always interested in, and any um, litigator who is representing customers uh, is concerned about how uh, expense items uh, increase over time. It's always uh, very useful to know, you know, are there certain categories where things from year to year um, are, you know, rising at what would be a consistent level um, that would be compatible with inflation? Or are things, you know, out of um, the norm in a way that they should be flagged and need further investigation. And that gives you a real insight into where you wanna focus your interrogatories, where you wanna focus your questions, you know, where you wanna dig in. And if you don't have that information, you know, you're, you really are flying blind in those kinds of, kinds of proceedings. So, um, you know, 
that would be one thing that I would do, you know, manually, you know, take, take numbers and put them in spreadsheets and ultimately um, utilize them to uh, uh, provide those, the, that kind of a, of a data comparison on a, on a um, <clears throat> time series basis uh, would be one that would be very interesting. Another one, of course, you know, if you're looking at things like, you know, what is the return on equity that you want to um, look at as a as an appropriate and reasonable level of return on equity, or uh, you know, the amount of of rate base per um, customer, um, or you know, other criteria for a particular company, you want to compare that company to its peers. You want to look at you know peer comparisons and uh, have some uh, understanding of you know, how it relates, how that particular company that you're focusing on with respect to the uh, uh, particular regulatory proceeding, the rate, rate case proceeding that's before you, you know, how it performs in relationship to other, you know, similarly situated companies. And again, and how would you do that when you well, were mitigating rate cases? You know, how would you create that comparison? Yeah, and no, th those were extremely tedious and extremely difficult uh, to do, you know, it would take, you know, tens and tens of hours um, uh, to do. And, and usually you, you really couldn't do a very effective job because you just, you just didn't have the time uh, or, or the data in some instances to really uh, effectively do it. Uh, John, these two examples strike me as some interesting ones as we consider how the, how FERC filing data is uh, downloaded and analyzed and served back up on the FERC Pro Data Hub. So I'm going to put a pin in both of those. I would love to ask you about your appointment as chairman of the FERC and some of the challenges you worked on during your tenure there, especially with data. Uh, first uh, nominated, confirmed, and sworn in as a commissioner in 2006 uh, at FERC, and uh, I ultimately I became chairman in 2009, served until 2013, uh, was the longest serving chairman, at least uh, up to this point in time, longest serving chairman uh, at FERC. Um, and, and as chair, you're also, you know, interested in similar uh, types of data um, analysis. Ultimately, um, you want to know how uh, companies are doing on a comparative basis, especially uh, you're interested in looking across pipelines uh, and how they're earning, what, what they're earning and how those earnings compare to others uh, similarly situated. Um, you want to know similar information with respect to transmission companies that you're um, looking at and, and how the industry overall is doing. Uh, certainly when you're looking at things like incentives for transmission, uh, you want to know uh, what the earnings levels are and how those earnings levels compare uh, across the industry um, and whether or not, you know, appropriate, uh, certain incentives are appropriate or whether those incentives are, are actually providing uh, intended results. So there's, you know, many uses for the data uh, that is contained in the forms that you mentioned in FERC Form 1, the annual electric form, FERC Form 2, the annual gas, uh, gas pipeline um, uh, form, uh, the quarterly filings as well. Uh, but again, uh, all, those, uh, all that data when I was at FERC was all in a flat format, you know, had to be pulled out manually, you know, it would take staff 
you know, if I'd ask staff to do something as far as a comparison across companies, you know, it would take them days and days uh, to uh, to report back to me uh, to provide me with that that kind of information. So it was a very tedious process. It's something that you you didn't want to ask staff lightly any of those <laughs> things. You really wanted to have a very very solid reason uh, to to request make a request like that because you knew you were going to be subject subjecting staff to uh, many long hours of uh, trying to pull that pull that data out. I want to ask one question before we head to the specific capabilities of the FERC Pro Data Hub. I want to ask one question about what you learned as a manager. Obviously, as chairman of the FERC, you were responsible for a very large staff. Uh, did you find that your previous experience with some of the tedium of using FERC forms provided you with empathy for those staff that you might ask to perform those analyses? Oh, well, yeah, no, absolutely. Because, well, and the reason I, I really had empathy is because you know, I used to do those analyses myself when I was a litigator at the state level, um, or, you know, or I'd have, but in many instances, I was, I was doing those on my own when I was a state consumer advocate in Nevada. Um, you know, we would, we would have limited staff. So, you know, I, I had empathy and I had real-time experience with, with the tedium involved in, in trying to, trying to um, extract uh, and pull out like pulling teeth, pull that information uh, out of the, out of those documents. Uh, well, I'm for the sake of uh, as a, a former government employee on a lower level myself, I, I'm grateful for the empathy that you showed for those staff that you'd request analyses of when you were chairman of the FERC. Uh, I'm going to turn now to the specific capabilities of the H data data of, of the FERC Pro Data Hub, uh, and. Uh, we'll be talking about some of the specific tools that are available in that data hub. Um, I'm excited to these because our hope is that by downloading the XBRL formatted FERC filing data, putting it into a database and applying analytical tools, we can resolve and address some of the manual labor and some of the hardships that you've described, uh, both the things that you had to do as a litigator and the things that you had to ask your staff to do when you were the chairman of the FERC. We'll start with the comparison tool. As you know, the comparison tool in the FERC Pro Data Hub uh, allows our users, allows energy companies or anybody else to automatically pull up anything from FERC schedules for multiple companies side by side. Uh, what are some of the ways in which you could imagine being able to use the comparison tool in some of those previous roles? Well, the comparison tool, as I mentioned before, um, would ultimately be very valuable in looking at, you know, um, comparative um, expense levels and comparative uh, returns on uh, um, overall uh, investment for uh, a number of companies in peer groups where you were involved in litigation. But I'll tell you another extremely valuable, I think, use of the comparative tool would be for the companies themselves. Uh, any company, um, any utility company, I think, would want to know how it compares to its peer group, uh, how it's doing relative to that, and usually, and, and could actually use those markers in way, in, in lots of ways within, inside the corporation. It could use it uh, with respect to divisions in the corporation, transmission or distribution or generation uh, group within the division, and, and based upon those markers uh, could rank them. 
uh, and rank them in ways that could even uh, be used to uh, provide bonuses and, and other compensation. So there's, there's lots of ways that I think a uh, utility uh, could effectively uh, use this uh, comparison tool to see how it, it's doing uh, in relationship to uh, other companies uh, of, uh, of, of similar, um, engaged in similar services and of similar size. As you know, we have five tools, so I don't want to spend too much on this one, but I have one other question about the comparison tool. Uh, John, as you know, the comparisons that the comparison tool does uh, are based on the structure of the FERC forms. Here we have the income statement, the balance sheet. We'll have different financial tables. And the numbers that we see here, we're starting out with numbers that come directly from those FERC forms. However, we also have the capability to add KPIs and calculated fields. In other words, uh, numbers that don't come right from the FERC forms, but that are derived from a calculation combining multiple numbers from the underlying forms. Can you think of any calculated fields that might be useful if they were lined up to compare multiple energy companies uh, across one another, if we, if we did that? Well, I can think of a number of them, and I think there's almost a infinite or unlimited number of comparisons that you could do, but such things as, um, you know, uh, dollars spent per uh, transmission mile, uh, dollars uh, on transmission, um, you know, dollars, dollars of transmission spent per mile, um, dollars spent per customer, uh, you could look at dollars per spent per customer in different segments. You could look at dollars per spent per customer in the customer service area. Just you could just take out those expenses. You could look at dollars spent per customer overall total company. Um, you know, th there's a number of ways to to uh, to parse that particular comparison. Um, and, and those are just the ones that I, you know, could rattle off off the top of my head. But I think there's there's literally dozens of of other uh, comparisons that can be done uh, that energy companies would be interested in doing again uh, to get some kind of and and then once you you took that data um, you know then obviously you could you can then you then can compare it to to uh, your other peer companies and and see how you're doing uh, with respect to those other companies but you also could compare it in a time series way as well. Uh, looking at you know how that metric is changing over time within a particular company as well. So there's there's many ways to parse it uh, that I think could be extremely valuable to an energy company um, to utilize. As you know, uh, we are building some of these calculated fields or KPIs right into the data hubs that they will be served up for our customers. And we're using the input that we're receiving from our customers in the FERC professionals group in order to decide uh, what to build right into the data hub. But our second tool allows our customers to in effect create their own. The second tool was our API tool, which allows our customers to select entities and select specific terms, that is specific numbers that come out of the forms and create their own custom spreadsheet. Um, obviously this is a little bit different because you're not starting with the structure of the FERC forms. Instead, you're starting with all the different fields, all the financial numbers and you're choosing which ones you want. Uh, can you think of any other 
applications maybe in rate case litigation or maybe in FERC regulation, or it might be useful uh, just to pull one number or two numbers out and focus on those the way that we've done. Well, certainly it would be um, extremely useful in the context of a rate case to you know, focus on specific numbers that uh, ha have the most importance in the rate case, whether it be increasing rate base uh, in, in a particular period, or whether it be, uh, you know, uh, administration and general expenses, uh, but focusing on, on specific numbers and the ability to drill down on those specific numbers, uh, both in the context of a rate case and, and even in the context of, a, of, the, of the utility, the, uh, the energy company itself, uh, for again, looking at how those numbers are, are, uh, are comparing over time, I think would be extremely useful. We'll move to the third tool, the text analysis tool, and this is a this is quite a bit different. The text analysis tool allows our, our customers to pull up the text of a FERC form. Um, much of the value from FERC forms comes from the numbers that are reported, but there's also a lot of value and insight to be found in the text descriptions that are part of that form. Uh, the text analysis tool allows our customers not just to pull up the text, but also perform text analysis on it. For example, it's uh, this, what we're showing right now is a comparison between two different companies, same section, two different companies. Can you imagine uh, what sorts of uh, applications might you find for the narrative disclosures, either in rate case litigation or in FERC regulation? Well, certainly in FERC regulation and with respect to an energy company, um, you, you may want to look at, you know, other companies' disclosures and, and the language that they use with respect to uh, their form over time, how it may change, and, and they may be things that you may want to incorporate into your uh, filings as well that you, th you think from a regulatory perspective would be useful uh, to show due diligence, to show to FERC. Um, you know, certain um, perspective that your company is is establishing with respect to, um, you know, various parameters that FERC would be interested in. From a rate case perspective, it also could be, be useful and interesting, again, um, to look at how a company's uh, language in its FERC Form 1, FERC Form 2, uh, and some of these other forms has changed over time. And those changes... Uh, related to activities of the company that may in fact flag things that you wouldn't otherwise uh, know about or uh, have uh, an understanding of uh, that can, you know, help you um, uh, ultimately uh, target questions and target an investigation. Uh, and, and, and again, on the uh, company side as well, uh, it, it may, uh, looking at how your, your, your form is changing over time, uh, bring things attention to the attention of management. They may not even have been fully aware of with respect to um, certain things that may have, may have happened that they need to pay more attention to. Thank you. We haven't thought as much about this one because we've been focusing so heavily on the numbers and on calculated fields, but that makes me excited about what we can do to help our customers. The next tool that I wanna to talk about is the visual analysis tool, uh, allowing an easy way to create visualizations of any numbers, including comparisons between different companies. And one of the functionalities of this tool that I really wanna focus in on is that our visual analysis tool 
allows our customers to create a search, save that search, and then run it again every quarter and automatically take in whatever new filings have come into the FERC and been published by the FERC in that time. What I would like to ask you is if you can think of any instances where it might be useful to be on the same search over and over in new periods without having to recreate it. Well, certainly, um, you know, th th that gives you from, from a, um, a running perspective, the ability to have these kinds of visual graphics available to you and to have, you know, for a co company perspective to show things to the board of directors, to show things to upper management um, and show how things um, are changing within that company in a visual graphic way. And to save those searches, you can go back, you know, each year and go back and just do the same thing and, and hit the button on, on the search. You've got the search um, of, of what you need to search within this new year and the graphic that you need to create, and it's automatically done for you. So, you know, it's going to help you tremendously in developing those kinds of visuals that, again, a board of directors would be very uh, interested in seeing uh, within a company and utilizing for board of directors and uh, for senior management and the ability to save that would be, be uh, you know, uh, really a, a fantastic uh, asset, I would think, for any, any energy company. On the, you know, on the litigation side, certainly any litigator who's working on behalf of consumers and is going to be involved in, in, uh, in rate case litigation to be able to create these kind of graphics for utilization in uh, cross-examination, utilization in exhibits to submit to the commission uh, is going to be uh, extremely useful as well. Our final tool to talk about is the interactive document viewer. This tool allows our customers to bring up the entire form, any form filed with the FERC in this XBRL format, bring up the entire form in a way that looks familiar with the schedules arranged just as they are in the PDF or Microsoft Visual Fox Pro version. With one big difference, every number is interactive. Can you think of uses for this? For example, are there any times when it might be useful to see the whole form as one uh, undifferentiated piece and yet have the interactivity? Well, certainly when, uh, you know, people both in the energy companies who use these forms and, you know, people who use it on the outside, litigators and regulators and others, um, are used to seeing the form in its in its full format. So pulling it up that way and then being able to interact with the numbers individually in the form while you're actually looking at it in the context of the uh, different uh, FERC uniform system of accounts numbers in that context is extremely useful because in this way you can see, well, I'm you know looking at account 402 and then, well, oh yes, but I also want to do something with respect to you know, account 409, and I've got it right here on the form, and then I can pull those numbers out and ultimately you know, manipulate them in ways that can do comparisons or you know, reviews over time, et cetera. I mean, it, it really uh, it gives you a much more powerful tool to be able to utilize this data in ways that you never could before. Our data hub was developed by Audacity, and we were so excited to be able to put it into FERC Pro for the first time in history, offering interactive analysis of the data that comes out of FERC filings, all thanks to the FERC's decisions to adopt XBRL. 
John, do you have any final suggestions for us at HData as we work to make the data hub within FERC Pro as useful as we can? Well, I think, you know, just the more examples that you can develop, and I know that you are, and I'm helping you work on ex developing those examples that we can we can get out there. And the other thing is, you know, I think this users group you've got, you know, asking them for, you know, input and examples is going to be a very powerful thing to ultimately uh, help uh, your current customers and future customers of of ways that we can use this tool. Because I think we're we're just we're not even scratching the surface yet. We just got the tool. We're just beginning to use it and. One once we start to, you know, the, the whole uh, user base starts to interact with this tool, it's going to explode because I think the, the capabilities are, are tremendous. John Wellinghoff, CEO of Grid Policy, former chairman of the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission and advisor to HData. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Hudson. It has been a great pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye now.